Hey, this is Chris, and welcome to Popcorn Finance News, where I search the internet for the numbers that catch my eye and the personal finance news that I think you'll want to hear and break them all down in about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today is February 1st, 2024, the first of the month. Let's jump into today's number. Today's number is $2.57 billion. Uh, this has to be the largest number I've ever done in one of these segments. And this is the amount of money lost to cryptocurrency investment fraud in 2022. Just an insane amount of money. A ridiculous. Feels like a fake number. Uh, this data comes from the FBI in a report called the Internet Crime Report. Uh, the FBI gets this data through their Internet Crime Complaint Center. Uh, they call it IC3 for short. And this is a place where the public, you know, you and I can go and report cyber crimes like these. Uh, here's a little bonus number for you. I guess not a little number, but it's smaller than the other number. 800,944. This is the number of complaints that the IC3 received in 2022. Now, this is a 5% decrease from what they received in 2021. But the amount of money lost went way up. It went from $6.9 billion in 2021 to more than $10.2 billion in 2022. Now, if we were all to come together, sit down and close our eyes and visualize, picture together who the perfect victim for these scams would be, I think we all would imagine, you know, someone's grandma getting tricked into giving up all of her bank account information over a very sketchy sounding phone call. But I want us all to really question that assumption because what I found really interesting is that the most targeted age group reporting these crypto scams were people between the ages of 30 to 49. There were quite a few crypto scams that were convincing people to give up their hard-earned money. Uh, one of the more popular approaches was to hack into someone's social media account, and then they go into your accounts and find everyone who's following you, and then just send them a DM trying to get them to get in on one of their crypto schemes. And I have to just say, I've had so many fake popcorn finance Instagram accounts pop up doing this exact thing, DMing people, trying to convince them to get in on some weird crypto thing. So I feel their pain. Today's massive number should be a reminder that scammers are always going to scam and you're not too young to get got. So be careful out there. Today's article comes from realsimple.com and it's titled Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Buy Nothing Groups. And it was written by Laura Fenton. Uh, it opens up with this. I first heard about a buy nothing group a few years ago when a friend joined one in her Brooklyn neighborhood. A local group devoted to giving things away for free sounded cool, but at the time, it seemed like a niche idea, particular to her close-knit corner of New York City. Today, buy nothing groups number in the thousands with two in my own neighborhood. It seems I hear about them every day on social media as friends discover the joy of a giving community. So buy nothing groups are something that I think is getting a little more buzz in the news again. I don't know what's bringing it back around, maybe because everything's just so, so expensive. Uh, but that's why I ended up picking this article. And joining me today to cover it is Jill Sirianni, one of the co-hosts of the Frugal Friends podcast. So welcome back. Thanks for coming back and joining me here. Thanks for having me, Chris. OK, so I mean, your show, it's called Frugal Friends. So, I mean, you clearly know about frugality. And at some point, I'm sure both of you have experienced these buy nothing groups. So for those who aren't familiar with what they are, like, what is this and what's your experience been with them? Buy nothing groups are amazing. Of course, we've <laughs> heard about them, engaged in them, talked about them. They are local groups who exist in probably your community where you can offer things and receive things for free 
as you need. And so a lot of times they do exist. They use an online platform, share pictures and location within a certain community of here's what I'm offering. Or you can even put out, I'm in search of fill in the blank, whatever it is that you're in need of. And if somebody happens to have that, they can reach out to you. You can offer up something for free that you are looking to get rid of. So it's very communal their ethos is kind of this abundance mentality. They're very much gift economy, not necessarily focused on charity. So they kind of view no differences between wants and needs, waste and treasure is kind of their particular flavor and brand. And so you're definitely going to find a lot of like-minded people in the space who are looking to give and receive. How easy is it to find things you want on these groups? Is it, is it like just like full of items? Does it depend on where you live? Like how, how does that kind of look when you step foot into these groups? Absolutely. It's going to depend. <laughs> Give the very broad, vague answer. Certainly for those who are in more city areas, urban areas, there's a lot more opportunity for buy nothing groups, but they also exist in your more rural areas as well. So I think it's worth checking your community to see, is there a buy nothing group in my area? And if there's not, you can create one. But then as far as finding the things that you need, of course, it's going to depend on what the people have, maybe the value of that item, how, how many other people might be wanting that item. And it's not necessarily a first come first serve basis type of offering. So the person, it is up to the person who is gifting an item or items to choose who they then give it to. And they could decide a variety of different ways on how they're (laughs) going to choose to give it to somebody. So even if you find what you're looking for, you're not always guaranteed that you're going to get the thing. So sometimes Uh it's playing the long game. It's being patient. It's being on the platform for a while and figuring out kind of how the buy nothing group works in your area and how to make the most of it. I saw that there are some rules in these groups, right? It's not just like a free for all in there. They got to keep it a little organized. Uh, Another line from the article read, each online community has its own admins and code of conduct, but a few rules are universal. Namely, no buying, selling, or bartering of any kind. Everything must be given freely. So they're they're pretty strict. Like this is not a marketplace where you're trying to, this is not Facebook marketplace where you're trying to sell your old stuff. It has to be given freely. They don't want it to turn into that. And it's like they're very protective of that that practice and that kind of environment they're trying to create. Exactly. Yeah. If you were to look up buy nothing groups or even kind of when you join one, read some of the ethos and and guidelines, you're definitely going to get that flavor coming through of being a gift economy and kind of giving out of abundance and not like as you're saying, barter, sell, trade, buy. It just is we are freely giving with no strings attached, no expectation. And in that way, you know, not preferring one person over another in who might be coming and saying, oh, I would like that item. It really is up to the giver to decide who they want to give it to. And it might not be based on need. It might just be that they want to give it to this person because they've got the same favorite color and that's how they chose to <laughs> gift their items. So <laughs> if you happen to have the same favorite color and that's the standard they set, then you could be lucky. Laura mentioned in the article a few do's and don'ts. And I was wondering if you, in your experience, have any um, like best practices for being a part of one of these groups. 
Yeah, the groups will list their rules and expectations, but most of the time, the expectation is that you are only a part of one by nothing group at a time. For many, this mm. isn't an issue, but for someone like me, I live in the Tampa Bay area and there are a lot of by nothing groups in my area, but I am only allowed to be a part of one at a time. So finding the one that's closest to you is great. Usually they will ask for some crossroads of where your address is to confirm that you do live within the community and that you are only a part of one group. You know, if you, if you want to be a part of others, that's fine, but you just need to only be a part of one at a time. And from there, I think it is just etiquette that you are not getting these things for free to then turn around and sell them elsewhere. So not only is they're not buying within the group, it's commonly agreed that we are receiving out of our own personal desire, need, you name it, not for personal gain to get the thing that you just gifted for me to now go make money off of it on another platform. And some people have gotten caught with that. If they turn around (laughs) on Facebook marketplace and they're selling it and someone's like, that was my bike that I gave for free, (laughs) they could kick you out of the group. So depending on how valuable being in the group is, you definitely want (laughs) to abide by their policies. They take it seriously. You can connect with Jill and learn more over at frugalfriendspodcast.com and over on the Frugal Friends Podcast. If you have an article or number that you come across that you want me to cover on a future Popcorn Finance News episode, you can send me an email to questions at popcornfinance.com or you can send me a DM over on Instagram or TikTok, Popcorn Finance Podcast on Instagram and then Popcorn Finance over on TikTok. And if you haven't already done so, make sure you go subscribe to the Popcorn Finance Newsletter because I'm going to be putting out some info on an upcoming giveaway. I ended up having to delay the second email I was going to send out in January because I got sick again. Another cold. Thankfully, it's not COVID. So head on over popcornfinance.com slash newsletter and join. So as always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.